Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am your host, Tina Marks. Today, I have a very special guest. I actually found him on social media on Instagram. Uh, I actually, I had seen that you had been following me, even though you're not a follower, by the way, I'm going to point that out because I went to see that, but you had, had, had looked at a couple of my things. So I, and it was really interesting. I believe in, um, I, I believe in synchronicity. I, I don't think anything is a coincidence and I rarely go, Oh, who's, who's this liking this. And, and I was just immediately for some reason went to your page and was very impressed and, um, actually let me introduce him first. His name is Tyler Walter. Welcome Tyler. Thank you. So let me finish my story. I don't usually start out this way, but I'm going with it. So anyway, I went to his page and I was immediately attracted to his positive message um, as an influencer and especially for somebody so young. In fact, I said to my son, how old do you think he is? And he says, probably, my son's 16. He said, probably 18. Well, you're not, you're not 18. You're a little not older young. than that, right? You're 25. And I, I knew you had to have been older than that because I did read up a little bit about you and that you had uh, gone through college and you were an engineer, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. So what I first want to start off with is you did, you went to college, you were an engineer, you were in the corporate world, you were doing very well. Most people would be like, dream come true, okay? Especially in this day and age. And, um, but you did something different. You decided to get out of the corporate world and go into your own business and become an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. correct? Correct. Tell us a little bit about that journey, why you did it and how you did it. Yeah, I think, so dream come true. Everybody says that's the dream come true. Get good grades, get a good job, get a steady salary with good benefits. and. I challenge you, if you think that way, to ask yourself, is that really the dream? Because we're sold that as being the dream by, by society, by media, but I think at our core, most of us realize that's not the dream. And I was lucky enough to realize that at an early age because um, as I got into corporate America, I saw people that were 20 years ahead of me that had already given up on their dreams because they had bought into this American dream. And it really was an epiphany to me. I mean, I, I you know, I, I went to engineering school not because I wanted to be an engineer. It's because when you're 18 years old, you don't know what you want to do with your life. And I tested well in math and science. And I didn't even enjoy math and science, right? But um, I got a degree. And by the time I started having these epiphanies, it was really too late. I mean, I was already finishing up my degree and starting my career. And, uh, but it's never too late, right? It wasn't actually too late. It was too late to switch degree programs or something. But, it, but it was, it's never too late to change your life, even if you're, if it's your 75 years old, it's never too late to change. I it. concur. Absolutely. Yeah, in an instant. So um, for me, what really happened was you know, I didn't read a book from the time I was 13 to the time I was 22. I, even in, for school, I found ways to cheat, skim, not have to read the books. And for whatever reason, I remember one night I, uh, I was just you know, doing the normal thing and, and party, party life in college, right? And everybody's having a good time. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the library. And I picked up two books. Um, and they caught my eye and they changed my life forever. And the first one was the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And the second one was rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And what four hour work week did was it showed me that I didn't have to accept the American dream as my dream. I could actually dream a little different and live a unique life. And what rich dad, poor dad taught me is I need to find a way to create income of my own, not a paycheck from an employer. And, um, that just really motivated me. So I tried a lot of things. I failed at a lot of things, but um, over the course of my first year in corporate America, 
I finally found something that worked in direct sales and that allowed me to start something on the side, which was, which is exactly what Tim Ferriss talked about in the four hour work week and eventually build it into a full-time income. And after about a year, I was making as much with my side hustle as I was at my full-time job. And of course, when I quit Tina, everyone was like, you're giving up on, you know, so much security. You're, you're, you wasted your degree. You waste, none of it was wasted. It was all happened for a reason. I met amazing people in college. The degree was worth it. The job was worth it. It gave me financial security while I launched it, but there was no way I was going to do that for 40 years. I was, I was miserable in that setting and I'm just so blessed that I found a way out of that at a young age. You know, I want to go back to something you just said a minute ago with that when you, you were in college and you went to the library and you happened to find these two books. What would you say that, do you think that was just a coincidence? Do you think you were being led? I mean, do you have a belief system behind that? Do you believe in intuition? Do you believe in God? I mean, how do you, why do you think you went to the library that day? And why do you think out of all the books, you got those two books? Crazy, right? It's crazy. I think, I, I, I do believe in that. I believe there's things out of our control. I believe that God has, you know, I don't believe, I believe in free will 100%, but I believe that there's things in place for you to find your path in life if you just seek it. and. Um, so many people never allow God to enter your life because they just consume themselves with busyness and distractions and time-wasting activities that you never get to really get in touch with your intuition or get in touch with what God's telling you, whatever your belief system is. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a funny coincidence, really, that I allowed myself to free up some mental space because my first three and a half years of college, I was on the varsity football team. I was involved in, in, in different things. I partied a lot. I was, I was wasting my time all weekend long in a drunken state, hanging out with the wrong people. And I never, I mean, there wasn't probably for three and a half years, there wasn't more than an hour where I was alone in my own thoughts, just thinking or journaling or allowing myself any time. And it was just a blessing that I, I blew my knee out and I had to get reconstructed knee surgery. My football career ended. I wasn't hanging out with those crowds anymore. And I had some time alone in my thoughts and I started realizing that, man, if I keep doing what I'm doing now, life's going to be a struggle. My health is going down the tubes. My mindset's not in a good place. I'm not getting ahead in life. And I finally had some time in my thoughts and I was like, well, instead of watching Netflix for five hours a day, maybe I'll check out some books because, you know, probably nothing's a coincidence. There was people in my life from a young age that encouraged me to read and grow myself. And I just didn't listen to it for a long time, but eventually it stuck. And I think that's why I went to the library last night. And I think I was attracted to those books because that's what I was looking for in life. I was looking for a unique lifestyle and I was looking for a different way to make an income. And yeah, it's funny how it all works out. There's definitely no coincidence though. And I, and I love the way you said it was a blessing that you blew your knee out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And instead of most people, I would say 90, 95% of the people, and I think this is a huge message, would look at that and, and dwell upon the fact that it was a negative thing that happened. And oh, I'm just going to bide my time here until I can get back on the football field. Instead of saying, maybe this is an opening that God, the universe, whatever it is, has created for me to look a different way. Yep. I myself am a cancer survivor. And wow. I look at that as a blessing. When I found out that I had it, I didn't immediately, I didn't get scared. I immediately was pulled to go read three different books. One was Dr. Gundry's book, one was the, um, the Alkaline Diet, and the other one was Suzanne Summers' book. Mm -hmm. And all I did, I did not do the, the um, uh, radiation, which is, you know, everybody thought I was crazy, just kind of like yeah. they felt when you walked away from your job. Yeah. I just put, I, I, I went on the Alkaline Diet, and um, 
I've been cancer free um, almost 12 years now. Amazing. So same thing happened. So, you know, when they say everything is a blessing or a blessing in disguise, what does that mean? It means everything's a blessing. So you have to um, look beyond the appearance of things. And while we're like talking about this, I've been, you know, talking to my clients all week. And of course, we're going through the coronavirus. And I had one of my clients text me at like eight in the morning, freaking out. And I really text her back and I calmed her down and I said, this is an appearance, okay? And I'm urging all of my clients to look at what positive things can come out of this virus. Instead of getting behind the wall of fear, that's not going to do anything. It doesn't help propel you forward. You know, there are positive things that I actually shared on another show. For me, um, paying more attention to my health, spending more time with my family, doing things around the house, connectedness. I mean, I, as I had said, I think we got so singular in this world, which mm -hmm. you had mentioned earlier. And you know, we're all in this together. I mean, the people that are buying up, you know, everything in the grocery stores, I think this, these are the people that really need to pay attention to this. Because you know what, you, you don't need that much stuff. Why don't we think about one another? And I honestly believe that's one of the reasons for this challenge that's going on, is to bring us mm -hmm. all closer. And the people that are not going to understand that are just going to become more and more fearful, and their life is going to diminish. But let's get back to you. So you left your engineering job. Tell us the, the um, profession you're in now. So I'm in the direct sales profession and in direct, it's also called network marketing or MLM and it's a very misunderstood profession. Um, what, what the profession is, and it is a profession. Some people call it an industry. It's a profession within many industries. So I am in a direct sales professional in the health and nutrition industry, which I love what you said about the alkaline diet because that's what I'm all about. And I'm a big believer in that, you know, cancer cannot thrive in an alkaline system. It, it I actually had the pleasure of interviewing um, the author. Amazing. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, he's amazing. That to me. So, so, so yeah. So what, what you do in, in the direct sales profession is you, is you promote a product from a company that you believe in. You're like the middleman, much like, um, if you think of like a car dealership, when you go buy your next BMW, Tina, you're not going to go to the BMW manufacturer. You will go to a independent third party dealer and, and they'll walk you through the process and help you make the transaction. Same thing we do here. And also like owning a car dealership, you recruit a sales team to help you. So uh, we promote the product and sell the product for a commission. We also recruit a team of people to do that. And in the process, we're able to build our own little business within a bigger business and have the benefits of business ownership and self-employment without a lot of the headaches that come with the accounting, the manufacturing, the customer service, the shipping. Um, we're really just the marketing arm of these much larger companies. So for instance, I'm partnered with a company that does a billion dollars a year in revenue. I'm a small piece of that billion dollars a year in revenue but I can take advantage of, of what's going on there and help a lot of people with the product and create leverage and residual income in the process, which is what I learned in Robert Kiyosaki and why I was so attracted to this profession once I found it. So let me ask you, because I've been involved in many MLMs that I truly believed in. There's two things I want to bring up here is a lot of people, the minute you say MLM, they're like, you know, yeah. they, oh, and you know, my perspective on that is what, what does it matter? Why do people, they automatically, why do you care where that person, how that person's getting paid? Mm -hmm. One. Two, out of all the different MLMs, all the different businesses, all the different products, you chose, why don't, we, why don't you tell them the, the company that you're working for? Yeah, so I'm, I'm with Isagenix. 
And how did you choose out of all the different uh, companies to go with? How did you choose? Yeah. Good, good question. I want, to, I want to talk to two of those things you just said. So I will answer isogenics. But first, I want to say before I forget, people do this right away when they hear MLM for, for, for two reasons, I think. Number one, um, what, what direct sales and MLM does is it allows everyday average people access to tools and strategies that for hundreds of years, only the wealthy elite people have access to, which is the power of leverage and residual income. Leverage means it's not just your efforts you're getting paid on. You're getting paid on the efforts of other people's efforts. And if you think of the wealthiest people in the world, they own large corporations with thousands of employees, and that's why they're wealthy, because you only have 24 hours in a day. But if you can get 100 people to put forth just an hour a day, you're already more productive. And, and people get really hung up on that, because when you're, when you're raised in a system, an educational system that is building you to be one of the cogs in one of those giant corporation machines. You know, that's what we are raised to do. In the post-World War II education system, you are raised to, when the bell rings, you get up. When the teacher says sit down, you sit down. You take orders. You don't think creatively. You, you learn how to be a cog in a machine. And all of a sudden, when someone comes to you with an opportunity and says, no, you don't have to be the cog. You can be, you can be the one with leverage. Instead of being the one that's getting leverage, people get really hung up on it because they're just not used to it. And, and the second piece is, I think, I mean, rightfully so, there have been some people that have used this vehicle and they don't have their, their focus on the right thing. They just talk about um, money. They hype people up. They make unrealistic claims. And sure enough, you know, the profession gets a bad rap because of that. Um, but if you do some honest research and you experience it yourself, you'll see that there are amazing companies out there. There are people that are doing this the right way. There's people like Warren Buffett that own a company and Richard Branson purchased the company. There's plenty of validity in the model. You just have to figure out what you're doing and do it the right way. So that's on that. The second piece to answer your question, why I chose Isogenics. Um, I was taught um, very early on in this when I, when I was reading about network marketing that there's five things you want to look for in a, in a good partner company. You want to look for a company that's owned by people that care about the distributors and not just a board of investors on Wall Street. Because if they just care about the bottom line, I mean, you are their partner in business. And they're not going to care about your partnership so much if they're just worried about moving products. So it's really important to have a company that you have interaction with. And, you know, I've been in the same room and talked one-on-one -on -one with the CEO of an almost billion-dollar-per-year company. At 24 years old, I did that. Where else in the world would I have that opportunity? And I've been in the home of the owners of this company, the family that owns it. So um, that's a big reason they're a company. The second is product. You want something that's actually helping people, that's priced, you know, reasonably and that's going to get people results so that they reorder because residual income comes from reorders. Um, exactly. so, so looking for a product that's usable, you compensation plan. You want to look at that. I can't get into that today, but there's a lot of different models out there. You want to look for one that's updated and, and that you can make money in quickly. You want to look at timing. There's companies that have been around for 60 years that you might, you might've missed the boat and there's companies that are two years old that could be out of business tomorrow. So you kind of want to find that sweet spot. And then the fifth piece is support. Uh, and it's the most important piece because all those other things are variables. The one thing that you can control is your own development, mm -hmm. your own skill set, your own mindset. And, and, you know, I know we're going to talk a lot more about mindset here in a minute, Tina, but I've learned everything I've learned about the human brain, about psychology, about leadership and communication because of this industry. And that's the most important thing you want to look for. You want to look for people you can work with that can teach you the skills that can help you be not just better in business, but better in life and really help you grow into an entrepreneur that can do many things outside of direct sales. And that's something that I really was attracted to when I looked at this. 
So you're saying part of this business model is they give you the support with mindset and everything else, not just how to sell it, pricing, things like that. Of course. I did not realize it was that hands-on. And not not every company does. That's why it's one of the pieces you want to look for because some of the companies, here you go, sign up, good luck, go make some sales. Others are like, we want to help you grow as as not only a professional but as a person and and that's really how you build a sustainable organization. Right. And, you know, I had said to you earlier uh, off camera that I, I saw on your post this morning on Instagram that you're offering, you, we were both, we both uh, know that there's uh, 55,000 th- thoughts that go through your mind every yep. single day. 85% on average are negative, negative uh, self-limiting beliefs. You have a seven-step way. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy when I learned that, um, that, that's stunning. I mean, you have, I think the the number I heard was 60,000, 55, whatever. You have so many thoughts going through your head on a daily basis. And if you have, have learned from anyone, if you've read a single biography or talked to anyone successful in your life, they will tell you that your thoughts determine your reality. Your thoughts determine your experience in the world. Your thoughts determine your relationship, your income, your wealth, everything yet nobody is really aware of their thoughts and nobody is consciously trying to change them. Um, and if you're having 60,000 thoughts a day and 50,000 of them are the same every single day, that means your thoughts aren't changing. Therefore, nothing in your life is going to change. And the, the first step in all of this is just becoming aware of your thoughts. And I think if we can do that, we can make massive changes. So the, the seven step routine that I've learned, and this has been through trial and error, reading lots of books and talking to lots of people because you can find a million different morning routines out there. You'll find all kinds of gurus and advice on this. I've taken a bit from everywhere. I've practiced it every day myself for years and years and found out what works for me. So the seven steps, um, you want me to go through these quickly? Sure. Cool, cool. So the, the seven steps real quickly are number one is, is, is making sure you're in the right environment. Environment is everything. I could do a whole interview on this, you know, we could talk about this forever. I mean, the people you're around, I think I see a part two coming here. I think so too. I think so too. The the people you're around, the the space that you live in, that you dwell in, I mean, the environment is so important to you, the way you think. So number one is I get myself. So you're you're talking about your living environment. Are you talking about your social environment? That's a whole other other issue. Yeah. For this morning routine, it's really important to be in in a good environment when you sit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to be in a, in, a, in a somewhat quiet environment where I'm comfortable, where there's not people around, noises around, distractions, sights, smells, sounds, just be in a nice environment. So for me, that's, that's my, my little living room here in, in, my, in my apartment, and mm-hmm. there's nothing else going on. So that's the first step. The second step is using your breath to change your state. And, uh, you know, breath is really the, um, it's, it's really the trigger for, for, for how you feel. You can think about this, you know, when you're stressed out, Usually you sigh, you take a deep breath. It's your body trying to like catch up with what's going on. And when, when you're feeling excited, your breath speeds up. Well, you know, rather than having our emotions determine our breath, you can actually reverse it. You can, you can let your breath determine your emotions. You can, you can use your breath to change your state. So I use breath to get myself in a state where I'm ready to receive what I'm about to do with the last five steps because the last five steps are really, really brainwashing yourself into believing in yourself. And if you're going to brainwash yourself, you have to have your mind in a, in a place where you're ready to receive that because if, if not, you're going to start standing in the mirror. Like some gurus will say, get in the mirror every morning and say, I'm wealthy, I'm healthy, I'm abundant, I'm successful. And if you do that without prepping, your brain's just going to be like, no, you're not. You're fat. You're, you're broke. You're not. You know? And you have to really set the stage so that you're ready to receive it. 
Um, so that's step two is using breath work to do that. Step three is meditation, just using that to kind of clear my brain and get ready for the day and set my intention. Step four is, is gratitude because um, like Tina, like you just mentioned, there's 60,000 thoughts and most of them are negative limiting beliefs. And we have negative emotions and we have positive emotions and we are emotional creatures. And with our negative emotions, we have fear, we have jealousy, we have anger, we have sadness, and we, we cannot get anywhere if that's the emotions that are running our life. And if you just focus on gratitude, all these are instantly gone. You can't experience both at the same time. Yeah. No, you cannot. For everyone going through this crazy time right now, if you feel fear, focus on what you're grateful for, and it's gone. You, you, you physically cannot experience gratitude and fear at the same time. You can't. Um, so, so I focus on some things I'm grateful for, and I, and I really, um, you know, say a prayer of gratitude, thanking, thanking God for what I have um, and the experiences I have. So that's that's the next step. And after that, um, I focus on the affirmation. So only then, after all this, am I ready to say I'm wealthy, I'm successful, I'm healthy, I'm abundant. Um, and I, I read myself a, a script that I've written myself, almost like a almost like a speech that I'm giving to an audience 20 years from now, saying all the things I've accomplished in my life. And then uh, the, the, last, the last two pieces then are, are visualizing, um, visualizing what I want, closing my eyes and playing a movie in my head, which you could, you know, read all about that as one of the most important things. And then the very last piece is I always end by learning something new and absorbing something new. Everything I'm teaching you right now, I didn't make up. Everything Tina teaches, she probably didn't make up. We, yeah. We've learned there's nothing new under the sun. And I always end my morning routine with a book, a podcast, or some kind of exercise. So that's my morning routine. That's pretty much the same thing. But the one thing that you brought into my life that I'm going to use is the breath. And the only thing that um, I'm using that you didn't mention is I journal too. Mm, yes. Because that gives, that clears my mind. It gives my subconscious um, a moment to like release. And I said, you know what, if you keep writing the same thing, it keeps showing up on the same, uh, the page day after day after day, maybe it's something that you need to address. Mm -hmm. right? So I love this. And you know what, I, 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 every time with my clients, I, if they start going sideways, I say to them, how's your morning routine? Yep. Oh, well, I kind of get, you know, and then exercise too. That's yep. the other thing. Exercise yep. is very, very important. So, um, I, how many different products are you, uh, handling with Isonogenics? Well, the catalog has about 130 products, and uh, I focus really on the daily nutrition, um, which is which is superfood smoothies, herbal drinks, um, healthy snacks, uh, detoxing, vitamin and mineral support. Um, we have you know targeted solutions for a lot of people, but I think everybody needs the core daily nutrition, like you talked about, an alkaline diet, um, something high in protein, something low in artificial stuff, and all the crap that's in our food sources. So. I really focus my efforts on just helping people get their daily food habits in order. And, uh, and Isogenics is a great vehicle to help them do that. And do you do this, the coaching, the mindset coaching with your clients as well? Is that part it's, of what you do with them? It's, you know, what, whether, whether it's my customers of the products or the team that I'm leading, my sales team, 80% of all of it is mindset. So um, that's, that's mostly what I talk about because, oh. you know, anything in life, right? Your thoughts determine everything. The why behind what you're doing determines everything. And I could give someone the perfect nutrition system to follow and I know they're going to have results, but if their thoughts aren't right, they'll self-sabotage. So, um, you know, what, one of the great things about direct sales is a lot of the technical stuff is done for you. So if someone has scientific based questions or how to questions, there's tools and videos and resources I can give people for that. My efforts are mostly focused on the why, the thoughts, the daily habits behind it. 
Exactly. We talk about the whys all the time. If you don't have a why, you're just kind of living life by default. You're just wandering yeah. around. You're letting, you know, you have to have a focus. You have to have a goal. And, you know, I'm so impressed by you. And I think the reason I, I know now the reason that I gravitated towards you is somebody for your age. And I know a lot of friends that I have that are younger than me. Going, I hate it when you say my age, but it's true. I mean, I'm 57. You're 25. And for you to get this, I think it's just fabulous. So you can be, you know, you are definitely a thought leader and more. So I really hope that we see a lot more of you. I don't know if you've ever considered like mentoring younger, young, maybe high school kids or something like that, or doing a podcast or a book geared towards that generation. Mm -hmm. Because I think you'd be amazing at it because somebody older, that generation is just not going to identify with, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, thank you so much. And I, I just want to take a second to plug I mean, my, my parents are a big reason that, that I've been able to achieve this at a young age. You know, my, my mother was the first person, this book behind me, John Maxwell, uh -huh. she, that, that was one of, the, one of the other first books I read, Tina. She gifted that to me and she always encouraged me to grow. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people beat themselves up over what they don't have in, in a parent. I'm grateful that I have a head start um, because of what, they, what they've given me and what they've taught me about life and about mindset, and about business. But you know, I've seen firsthand that you don't, you don't need that. You can start today, whether you had parents that encourage you or not, whether you have people around you today or not, you, you can start today and really change your life in a hurry. And I completely identify with that because I've authored two books. My first book, um, The Domino Effect, Fear Versus Faith, which is what we were talking about earlier. You can't be grateful and, you know, fearful at the same time we're always operating from one of two mindsets. That's it. It's either a faith-based mindset or a fear-based mindset. And in my book, I share that, um, I share about both of my parents and I was very fearful of my father. And for many, many years, it was like, why did I have a father like this? Why couldn't I have a father that, and you know, once I evolved and, you know, I got my master's in metaphysics and I stopped blaming and pointing the finger, I realized that no matter what our background was, I, again, I don't believe there was a coincidence. No. That made me who I, who I am today. Yeah. Now, it could have completely buckled me and made me into an angry person, which, by the way, I was for many, many, many years. Yep. And I chose, because it's a choice, I chose I don't want to be this way anymore. And you know what? Because I had a father that, like I had, I had empathy and compassion for other people that were hurting and that's why I've chosen to do what I'm doing. My purpose is to help other people and through my experiences. And that's why I've named the show Transparent with Tina. I share everything because I believe that people that have nothing to hide, hide nothing. And to be honest with you, the more that I share about my life, even though it's difficult time, like do I really want to share that. It's yep. so cathartic. It's so freeing that the, the saying, you know, the, the truth will set you free is absolutely true. So I, you were very fortunate that you had parents like that. My mother was like that. She introduced me to spirituality and mm -hmm. science of mind. And so I had my head start with her, but not everybody is as blessed as that. So, you know, whoever you are out there, understand that you can make a difference and change at any moment, no matter what your background was. And one more thing that I do want to say here, um, in this time where everybody is so fearful, if you look too far behind you, you can be filled with regret and depression. 
And if you look too far in front of you, you can become very anxious. And that's what people are doing. Oh my God, what if, what if, what if. If you stay in the present moment right now, I think if you ask anybody right at this very moment, everything you, you need, you have, yeah. right? And then one more thing, when you look too far ahead and you say, what if, how about if you say, what if in a positive way? What if I do make it? What if I, you know, beat this? What if I do get that job? What if you see what I'm saying? It, it really is just my favorite one. Why not me? Right. Why not me? Exactly. Why can I have everything I want in life? Instead of, instead of why me, why me? Like if something bad, why not? Why not? I love and I, and I, can I add one more thing where you're saying, Tina, there's, there's, you know, there's always been someone who's had your circumstances or worse that's done much more than your life than you. Whether you have great parents, great upbringing, great background, there's people that have that and they blow it down the drain. You've seen it time and time again. Absolutely. Spoiled kids leading on to, to do nothing with their lives. And there's people, if you struggle with that and you have a, a hard upbringing or a hard background or your situation's tough right now, there's someone that's been worse off than you that's done more than you. And right now, what we're dealing with, Tina, there's been eras like this. I mean, the history, entire 6,000 years of human history is opportunity mixed with difficulty. There's ups, there's downs, there's recession, there's expansion, there's, there's growth, there's, there's death. It's all part of the same. There's the Great Depression and some of the greatest successes of American history came out of that. And, and there's no reason that it won't happen again today. So rather than make excuses or think about what's going wrong, let's focus on the silver linings behind all of this, which is just how we started this conversation today. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think this is a good place to, um, to uh, leave our audience. We're going to be putting on, what is the best way to get a hold of you? I think the best way to contact me would probably be through my Instagram. Um, that's where I'm most active. So my Instagram handle is at Tyler.Walter underscore. And we're going to put this down below in the comments too. Yeah. So I'm also on YouTube. I'm just starting up a channel there, but I'm most active with, with most things on, on Instagram. So that'd be a great place to reach me. Yes. Perfect. And I, I know that we're going to be seeing a lot more of you. And I, I think we actually should do a part two for this. So Let's I see it. another interview in the future. All right. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you. And you, um, thanks for joining us and we will see you again next week. So if you enjoyed this episode, please like it on YouTube, share it with your friends. And also, you know, if you have any comments, if there's anything that you do in your life, that keeps you going and keeps you prosperous. I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a comment because you know, that's what it's all about for everybody to be their best. See you soon.